Check. All right, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 93 of the Idols to Rivals podcast. This time we are not joined by anyone. It'll just be a solo going back to the old days of how I used to do this. Um, and I like to pop on here every now and again and just do these solo episodes, kind of make sure everything's getting back to its roots and to why I started this podcast in the first place. And that would be documenting the journey, saying things I've learned, things that I think are insightful, things that I thought you know, would help people out. And that's the podcast I like to listen to is hearing little bits of insight, whether it be business, philosophy, a book somebody read, whatever it may be. But that is originally why I started this podcast. And it's kind of turned into, you know, having other people on it, which I enjoy. I think those make for the best podcast, having other people's personality, having other people's stories, I think just adds a lot of value. And so with that being said, I'm just going to get into it. We're just going to run through it. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be this week, but I just wanted to get one all ironed out and uploaded here because everything's about to get a little crazy over these next couple weeks. So if this is your first time listening, my name is Jack. I upload these podcasts every Wednesday. They're available on Spotify. They're available on Apple Podcasts, iCast, whatever they're called, Android, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts at. I've seen even on Audible now that they have some podcasts. So I believe it's on there as well. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Um, and if you enjoy it, make sure you follow, like it, and uh, and share it. Sharing really helps because you know once it gets spread out from one person, then maybe someone else sees it and it goes from there. So that really helps out the uh, the most. But I appreciate everybody for listening. 93 episodes in, uh, a little bit over two years, and we're still kicking it. I still love doing it. I was talking to a friend of mine today. I'm just talking about trying different things. I know a couple of my friends are still big into the video game scene. So I was talking to them about whether it be streaming or just kind of turning it into more than a hobby, turning it into something that maybe could bring an income or at the very least, you know, pass the time and create something and create a following or community. Cause I think that's the coolest part. Yes. Everyone wants to get paid. Everyone wants to pay rent, but also having that kind of in the back pocket to where you get to meet a bunch of cool people. You get to have cool conversations. And that's what I want this to be. And that's what it's turned into more and more is, uh, is cutting through the bullshit and cutting through, you know, kind of the surface level stuff, getting to that, that those deeper conversations I'm in the talks of and have been for a while about having another podcast and it's gone under various names, various project titles, but the gist of it is, you know, getting really deep with people, getting people's real conversations. And the idea around it is, is just, you know, you get the fluff, you get the, how was your day or, or how was your weekend, all that stuff. You get that you know, 95% of the time, but the conversations I really enjoy for sure are the ones where you get to know, you know, what makes somebody tick, what do they love doing, where they love going, you know, what, what do they do for fun? Who are their friends? What do they care about? I think those are the coolest conversations. Those are the ones that you remember, not, you know, the weather's great today or yeah, no, I just hung out for the weekend or mowed the lawn. Like just all those, those mindless conversations that you have, whether it be in person, online, cutting through those conversations. So that's always been something that I really enjoyed and I think I get the most out of and I believe a lot of people do as well. That's why people listen to interviews or they listen to podcasts that have experts or, or whatever it may be to learn a certain subject or skill. Just having that that mindset and getting in deep dive into someone's mind and uh, and you know taking things from it, whether it be, like I said, new skills, new ideas, new thought process, new way to live. I think that stuff's super cool. And that's why I got into podcasting. That's why I listen to podcasts quite a bit. And so that's kind of what I've always wanted to add. That's what I wanted to bring to the table with a podcast like this. And again, I know it's ventured off a little bit to where it goes into a different direction, but we're all feeling it out. We're still still new to this. I know 
said I've been doing it two years, but I feel like I just started yesterday. And so it's been a blast and I'll continue to do it. And I uh, hope everybody's along for the ride and enjoys it. But uh, today we're going to start off like we always do sports a little bit, just touching on it. Um, as sports come to a close, we're going to the nightmare scenario where it is only baseball. I don't watch baseball at all. Didn't realize quite how little I knew the rules were until I went to the Marlins game last season. And um, I had no fucking clue what was going on. I, I, I get, you know, most runs win, but a, a, aside from that, I I barely know anything. You know, three strikes, you're out, all that good stuff. But other than that, not really much. So not a big baseball guy. Um, NBA final closed out with the Golden State Warriors winning. I know a lot of people didn't want them to win. I wish both teams could have lost. I can never root for a Boston slash Massachusetts team till the day that I die. So I couldn't do it. Had to be rooting for the Golden State Warriors. Again, didn't want them to win. Kind of over the whole, you know, flopping. Draymond Green is an asshole and, and showed it throughout this whole um, throughout this whole um, experience. But, hey, he won, a, he won a title, another title, and he played out of his mind. So respect, respect is due. But, uh, yeah, that is pretty much it for the NBA. That's all wrapped up. And I, I believe the NBA starts, you know, back pretty quickly. So they'll be back for more. And then really what I've been getting into is NHL. So went to a few Panthers games this year. The Panthers were playing out of their mind. Unfortunately, we got swept by Tampa. Absolutely hate Tampa. They're quickly becoming a team that I may hate forever just because now I'm, I'm signing on as a Panthers fan kind of dabbled in whenever I was in, um, in DC kind of dabbled with the caps, but I don't consider myself a true fan there. And so I kind of want to adopt a team in this sport that I'm, I'm finally catching on to and realizing that it's incredible. It's awesome to watch the fights, the action. It's back and forth nonstop. If you haven't watched NHL, I think it's growing a huge fan base. I think a lot of it has to do with the Spit and Chicklets podcast. I checked that out if you haven't already. Um, Biz, Whitney, everybody. I think that they're really growing, getting the younger demographic because the NHL has done a terrible job of marketing. You never know when games are on. Even on ESPN, I think ESPN is not really helping them out. Every time you check, there was a Stanley Cup final game on yesterday and we were checking what time it was. And it was you know 10 minutes after the puck dropped. And we were trying to find the channel that it was on on ESPN. And yet there's 15,000 things above it, like a, a regular season MLB game. So I think those go hand in hand, but great series so far. I'm rooting for the Avs. Avs are up, I believe, 3-1 right now, 3-1 or 3-2. And so they need one more to win it. I hope they do. The, the couple games in overtime have been crazy. The 7-0 game, the uh, the 6-2 game that, that Tampa Bay had. I just can't see Tampa Bay win three Stanley Cups in a row. That being said, if they do, I will definitely be going to the uh, Tampa Bay Celebration Parade and be bringing a camera along and hopefully get a pretty good video there. So there is, you know, it's a win-win either way, but I really do not want to see Tampa get a three-peat just because Tampa will have three in a row and then the Panthers will have zero. Don't really want to see that happen. But with that being said, final news, college football news a little bit. Not the news I wanted to report. Arch Manning has announced that he is going to UT horns down forever. That one's for you, Luch. Uh, wish you could be here to talk about that. But pretty pissed. Not going to lie. Kind of acted like I didn't care. Pretty pissed. I wanted a Manning to be in Crimson. But going to UT, don't really think that spells any danger for Quinn Ewers or Ewers, however you say his last name. I think they'll be fine. I don't think the, the times line up. I don't know exactly when Arch is starting, but I wish I could have seen a Manning in Crimson this year or as soon as possible, but he's going to UT. So we'll see what happens. We have a big game against them this season. So any bit of college football news is good news. So I want to, uh, to highlight that as before we start the, uh, the season, but enough of that, like I said, sports are ending. So we're all going to have to go into, into a slump unless you're an MLB fan kind of wanted to go over a couple books I've been reading and listening to, and just kind of some ideas that stuck out to me. And 
hopefully some things that'll change your perspective. I know maybe saying going over books and notes probably sounds boring as shit, but it's more about, you know, things that kind of hit you. I don't know if people read out there or if they, if they watch YouTube videos or if they even talk to other people, mentors, whatever, there's a million ways to get information. But so far I've been doing a lot of reading because I think I spend way too much time on YouTube watching videos and just kind of screw it off. So having books is, is, you know, that foundation of where, you know, it's really more exercise for your mind than watching a video, even very, very visual guy, but having, having the sit down, shut everything off and then read a book, it, it really helps out. And even the, the short bit, I've kind of been on a stint of it for the past, maybe less than 30 days. You can tell your, your, your cognition picks up, your recognition of words gets better. There's, there's a lot of advantage to it and it quiets the mind. It, it settles it out to where you can actually think. And whenever you're watching a, a YouTube video that's 30 minutes long and they're just firing maybe great facts or great quotes at you, I feel like once that's all said and done, it's a little bit different. You don't memorize it as well. It doesn't stick in your brain. So I've been switching up, want to get better at reading. So that's why I said I'm becoming a reader. And first book that I just finished is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. So if you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, the last book I finished with Ryan Holiday was, um, what was it? Willpower? It was something along those lines. Uh, Courage is Calling. That's what it was. Courage is Calling. Great book along the same vein. So Courage is Calling was all about, you know, going after it. You only have to be courageous for a split second for that one decision. And, uh, and, and once you do that one more, you know, one more, one more, that idea of just of sticking it out one more time will lead to great successes, you achieving your goals. And so this is kind of along the same vein. It's talking about how there's, you know, obstacles arising, which funny enough, as I record this, there's a lot of things going on in my life and friends' lives where there are a lot of obstacles. There's a lot of unforeseen things popping up. If you, if you hang around me, if you know me, if I talk to you personally, you know, things have been going, going a little bit crazy. Nothing, nothing horrible. Thank God, knock on wood. But, um, you know, the unexpected happens to everybody all the time, you know, 365, there's going to be something that pops up that you didn't want to happen, that you didn't think would happen that you didn't prepare for. And so this book kind of hit home at the perfect time. Um, and I think it, there's a, there's a lot of valuable things. And what I do is after I listen to a book, if I read a book, I highlight it, I annotate it just so I can remember key quotes. And if I'm, if I'm going back through, I can flip through, um, rather than reread it, I will reread these once I get through the whole stack, but I, um, I do bookmarks on audible. I go down the list and then whenever I'm done, I write them all down, um, in a book so I can have them all kind of in one place. I've got a bunch of books in here already, and it's more of in the, the mindset idea of things. But the first quote that really stuck out to me was perception action will. That is how you solve all obstacles. And so this is the biggest thing that I've been harping on recently is mindset. I, I have something that I've been working on just to kind of boil things down to the, to the root elements. You know, my biggest thing is you can study all these ideas. You can study these mindsets, these action tactics, whatever it may be. But whenever you, the hardest thing in my opinion is when you're in the moment is having to implement those. You may know what to do, but in the moment, whenever you're anxious or nervous or, you know, senses are intensified. You don't think to go, okay, here's my action plan. Here's what I need to do. I know what to do when I'm nervous. And you just, you kind of go through that moment. And then after the fact, you think of all those things, whenever you get in a fight with somebody, for example, and you're like, damn, I should have said that you're laying in bed. You're like, damn, I should have said that. Or I should have went here or whatever it may be. We've all had that moment. And so realizing it, getting off that, that hook of the situation and realizing, okay, step back this is what I need to do. This is what I need to implement in this situation is the biggest thing. And that's something that I've been working on heavily because I think it's the, again, 
the biggest problem most people have is they'll go through the situation, do what they normally do, go to their 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 normal baseline of, of reaction. And then at the end of it, they'll go, oh, my God, I knew like I've, re- I've read this or heard this. I know how I should have reacted to the better to that. And so perception, that's that mindset. So mindset, emotion, whatever you want to call it, perception is everything. You can take something that's good and make it bad. You can take something that's bad and look at it in a positive light. And there's a million different examples of these, but it comes down to where your mindset's at. You can go, hey, you know, I got a flat tire and, you know, I don't have the money to buy a new one. I'm going to be rolling on a donut for the next three months. Or, you know, I failed this test, but you don't know if, if, if you didn't have that flat tire, maybe, you know, God forbid, you would have, somebody would have ran a red light and hit you. If you, if you didn't fail that test, maybe you don't, maybe you don't retake the class and then you meet the love of your life for the next one. You never really know. Or you, you fail that class and you switch directions completely and go to a different major, go to something else or, or quit school entirely. Whatever you think is the, is the right move. You can take it, you can take those negatives and turn them into positives, or you can take positives and turn them into negative. And so when those obstacles hit, whenever those things come up that you didn't want to happen or didn't foresee and set you back financially, um, time, you know, emotionally set you back, all those things, when you when you take a moment to look at those things, you can decide how you're going to play it. You can decide if this is going to be an advantage or disadvantage. And yes, in in... In a perfect world, it sounds great. It sounds like, oh, well, you know, I could just think my way out of it. No, there's tragedies. There's horrible things that happen. But at the end of the day, you can you can put that filter on as to what you think will best get you to where you want to go. And so the second step of this is action. So just taking that action. Again, action is everything. I think a lot of people get stuck in their heads, have all these great plans, have all these great ideas. And I know a million people like this. I'm the same way. You stuck in your head. You talk about, Hey, I've got this great idea. You talk about it for years. It's three years down the road. Somebody else did it. Or, Hey, maybe I want to go do this. Okay. Well now, you know, now you're, you're moving to a new city. You don't have the extra income to, to go for that project or, or start it or get involved in it. And so taking that action is huge. And then I like how he doesn't stop on that because that was where I was for a while. It was mindset action. It was courage action. I've said it on this podcast before courage and action. That's all you need. And when I boil down to it, that is all you need with mindset, you know, mindset sprinkled in there as well, but will, because once that action is taken, we have a preconceived notion to think, you know, okay, I took the action. I pulled the trigger. I shot my shot. You know, why is nothing happening? Why isn't it working out? Very few things in life are a one action thing and then it's done. And then it's, you know, it's either yes or no. It's either one or two. You got to keep, you got to keep pressure on it. You got to keep going, keep grinding away at it. And then that is how you will get through these obstacles. That's how you'll get through whatever's blocking your path. You decide how you're going to take it. You take an action and then you keep going forward. You keep pushing and you grind away at it. And then it becomes the journey on the other side of that obstacle, which is another obstacle. And that was another thing he joked about. He talked about a lot in the book was, you know, we're not fighting for this sense of, Oh, we're free and clear. We're sitting on the beach. We're not doing anything. There will be those moments, but all life is, is going from one obstacle to the next. And again, this is where perception comes in. You can think about that. Like, Oh, that fucking sucks. I'm going from one problem to another problem to another problem. You can take that and you can say, wow, life sucks. Why? You know what? Whatever. I'm just gonna make puka shell necklaces on the beach. That's fine. You can do that. You're more than welcome to do that. Or you can take it as my problems are getting better. And that may sound a little counterintuitive, but my problems are getting better. My problems are 
elevating me to become smarter, adapting. That's what happens when you get through these challenges. That's what happens when you get through problems that you got to fix on the fly or adapt completely. Your game plan is not what it should have been or not what you expected. That's what you get on the other side of that problem is you have changed into the person that can solve that problem. And I think that's what a lot of people fail to see. They just see the obstacle, but they don't see the person you become on the other side of that. You became the person that solved that problem. That's why whenever your next problem happens, it's going to seem your next obstacle problem, whatever you want to call it. It's going to seem like, oh my God, it's, 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 it's even more daunting. It's just because you've leveled up. So, so have your problems, but you don't realize that with that, you are growing every single time. And so I thought that that was something that was always a great, great thought. And I'd never been able to verbalize it as in, you know, we're just fighting from one obstacle to the next, but you're going up the hill, you're going further, you're, you're becoming better, you're becoming someone else until I, until I listened to this book. And that was something that I thought was incredible. Another idea, I, I love this. I, I always talk about this. This is something that I could even have on my tombstone, but that's just always attack. Always attack those who initiate with the most initiative and energy usually win. Those who charge, those who goes go forward first with that mindset, with that aggression, with that, you know, we're, we're making this work are the ones who usually succeed. Always attack, always be on the attack. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Shoot, 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 shoot. Something's going to land. The shot's going to hit. If you just keep the pressure on it, you keep it going. You're bound to. Think about this. If you I forget who said this. I don't, I don't remember. I wish I did. But if you have the mindset of I'm either going to succeed at what I'm doing, at what I want to do, it could be minute, it could be something big, it could be something small, or I'm going to die trying, well, then there's two options. You either succeed and get everything you wanted, you achieve your goals, you become the person you want, you have the life you want. You either succeed because that's the one option you gave, or you died trying to achieve it. I don't see really where there's a, a losing situation. If you're following something you love, a goal that you have, a, a, something you want to be, if you're if you're working towards that every day, there's going to be progress. There's going to be, and if you don't get to exactly where you were, well, then you're closer than you were right now. You're closer than you were when you made that decision. To, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to go for it. Maybe I'm not going to shoot my shot. Maybe I'm not going to try. Maybe I'm not going to, you know, let myself out there. But if you give yourself those two paths, those are the only two options that are going to happen. You're either going to make it or you're going to die trying. That's as simple as that. And that's something that hit me so to my core. If you just make that decision, if you just turn that light switch on. So something that I thought was super valuable. Again, I wish I could remember who said that. Another quote from this book that I thought was incredible was stop looking for an epiphany and look for a weak point. Stop looking for angels and start looking for angles. And this is something that harkened right back to Sun Tzu's art of war of, you know, attack from attack the corners or attack from the side, whatever it may have been. Uh, I can't quote it exactly. I read that book years ago, but, you know, you're looking for the the remedy, the solution, the, the one trick pony to where it's like, okay, now I made it. Instead, look for the, look for the cracks you can slip in. I don't have the connections. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Look for how you can do it. How can you do it more efficiently? How can you save money? How can you find the right people that will get you in the right room to have the right conversations? That's all it is at the end of the day. When you really boil it down, that's all it is. And so that not looking for angels, look for angles, I thought was a great play on words, great writing by Ryan Holiday, but it's true. Instead of, instead of looking up going, you know, make this happen for me, look at 
How can I squeak through the cracks? How can I make this more efficient, make it better? And again, once you have that ability, once you figure that out, then now not only are you in the game, but you've streamlined the process to get into it. So that'll help you with every other concept. If you can do it for less money, then now whenever you figure out the rest of it, when you figure out the people, how it's done, all of this, once you figure that out, not, now you're doing that, but with less money, you already have an advantage. So thinking about it like that just brought a whole new perspective for me is just is find the angles, find the way in, find the reason it will work, not the reason it won't work. Focus on, or here, let's do a better one. Actually, I don't like that one. <laughs> the best men are not those who wait for chances. They're the ones who take them. Again, this is another, another idea of the always attack of the courage and action of, you know, mindset goals, courage, action, which has kind of been, you know, my way of organizing my thoughts. I think my thoughts go at a, a thousand miles an hour and I've always found ways or I've been trying to find the perfect method, which again, never will. But as, as long as I can refine, as long as I can sharpen that blade, then I'm getting better. I had, I had something in high school where, where I just couldn't organize my thoughts I'd write them down. And then the second I wrote them down, I'd forget them or they'd all get jumbled again. You know, I, I used to visualize like a table and there would be five notebooks and it'd be like, you know, this is school. This is financial. This is health. This is whatever it it, uh, it could be. So I've been working on methods for a while to kind of, you know, quiet the thoughts. Meditation helps with that. But really just when you're not in that that mode of just how do you how do you quiet the thoughts? How do you organize your mind? Because that's something that I've always had issues with. Um call it ADD, call it whatever you want. I don't really like a label on it, but the four kind of pillars that I've been running off of just for whenever decisions need to be made to get in the right mindset to attack the day, it's mindset, mindset, perspective, emotion, whatever you want to call it, goals, have your goals as your North Star, courage, because you, it's the only thing you need, it's the only virtue you need to get things done, and then action. That's all you need. Get your mind right, know where you're headed, Again, kind of get your mind right as well, but but get that courage and then pull the trigger. Shoot that shot. Those are the things I've been I've been going going after. And it's something I've been I've been using for the past month or so. And I think it can really help out. Just having those four MGCA, MGCA. Just having something you read a million books, you'll do it, you you'll listen to a million podcasts, you'll watch a million videos, but you really I'm trying to boil it down to what do you need to make decisions in the moment. And that's something that I think really helps out and as far as I stand right now, currently 25 years old on June 23rd, 2022, that's what I've found is the easiest to get out of your headspace in that moment and then make those, those decisions go towards those goals. Whenever you're kind of lost in the flood of, Oh, I need to, you know, I need to wash my clothes or, Oh, I need to go run to the grocery store, blah, blah, blah. Now your day's over. And then there's nothing you can do. There's, you didn't get any closer to your goals. You didn't do anything that you wanted to achieve. So that's something I've been, I've been harping on recently to, to kind of get my mind right. But you know, the best men aren't the ones who wait for chances to do the ones that take them. That's that always attack. That's that, that's that go, go into it courageously. Look for the, look for the angles, look for the attack, look for what you're, what you're trying to do next. Take that one step. All you need is one step at a time. Have that goal, have that goal at the peak of the mountain, fucking way far away through the dark forest, through the snow, whatever you want, however you want to picture it. Look at it like that. But then all you're focused on is that next step, the next action item, the next thing you can do. Plan, process, everything like that, but take the action for the next step. Take that chance. 
it's scary. It's, it's a muscle is the best way I've heard it described. It's a muscle. The more you take chances, the easier it'll get. Make them calculated, but take those shots. And I think most of those things, again, are, are stuff people have heard before. It's nothing out of the ordinary. It's nothing, you know, groundbreaking. But when you read certain books, things will hit you at different times. I was reading through um, some Ralph Waldo Emerson stuff that I highlighted in high school when I was, you know, 16, 17 years old, completely different mindset. Well, maybe same ish mindset, but different problems, you know, relationships, finding out who you are. Still don't know that answer to that question um, as a lot of us don't, but the things I highlighted then are, are different than the things I, I look for now in books and just having those different writings, having those different angles from different perspectives, sometimes they'll hit, you know, sometimes you'll read something about taking risks and it just doesn't hit you the right way. But maybe 40 minutes later, somebody says a little bit different and you're like, damn, I get it. I want to take that chance. I want to take that risk. And so again, great, absolute great book. The obstacle is the way Ryan holiday. I would, I would suggest checking it out. Um, another book I'm currently working on right now is atomic habits. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is, I'm a chapter in or a third in, I can't remember, but this is going to be one of the best books. This would probably be my top five books, top three, maybe here pretty soon. I'm, I'm barely into it. And there's a million different things that they're talking about. You know, I was thinking, oh, habits. Yeah, yeah. But they really go into, you know, working for an outcome. You know, let's say you want to bench 225. There's, there's different types of levels of change. There's. I want to bench 225. There's, I go to the gym five times a week. And then there's, I'm an athlete. One's outcome-based, one's habit-based, and one's identity-based. And if you can focus on the identity-based things, if you can change from, you know, I eat healthy on the weekdays to, you know, I'm health conscious or, you know, no, I don't want to, like, if somebody offers you a cigarette or a vape or whatever, and it goes from, no, I don't want it to, no, I'm not a smoker. That's your identity. That's you saying, I don't want to do that. That's you saying, I am not that person. There's a difference. And so we'll bring this book back up again. Like I said, I'm not through it yet, but uh, I already have pages of notes while I'm, while I'm listening to it. So it's going to be a great one, but I appreciate everybody for listening. I know this was a little bit different. We do a change of pace. You always got to keep you on your toes, but uh, I really do enjoy making these podcasts and I hope you do too. So if you could, if you could leave a follow, if you could share it, that's the biggest thing. And uh, if you want to DM me, let me know any thoughts. That'd be great. Any topic ideas. And uh, we'll get people back on the podcast here soon. Got a lot of things in the work. I know I say that a lot, but stuff on the back end takes a little bit. And uh, there are some obstacles in the way, but that's exactly how we like it. But I appreciate everybody for listening. I wish you the best on everything you're doing. Go out, kill it, shoot your shot, fuck what everybody else says. And uh, see you guys in the next one.